You're now listening to Bad Guy Radio, Black and White with Iowa Sox and your boy. What's up, King Mag? I appreciate it. Hello, everyone. This is Iowa Sox with your boy, King Mac. We are bringing it to you live with the first episode of Black and White, a podcast where we're going to talk about pretty much anything and everything baseball related, whether it's recruiting, the White Sox, the Braves, whatever you guys want to hear. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, All opinions are welcome and uh, any suggestions are always welcome on our Twitter page at the bad guy radio. Uh, let me bring in the guy that uh, started all this, King Mac. King Mac, how's it going tonight? Going good. Ready to get this started. I'm excited, pumped up, ready to go. Hey, a, a little disclaimer, guys. This is King Mac's first ever podcast. So you guys are getting original content here from the one and only King Mac. I'm very excited to be a part of this with him. And uh, I guess I guess let's just kick it off. So, Mac, hey, Mac, what's what, what do you want to talk about first, man? Well, I mean, the hottest uh, story today is Eloy Jimenez and his injury. Oh, man. Um, can we just say dumbass? Well, I like I mean, to say is that, is that I like to say he need to turn his goofy down. Okay. I, I, I respect that a little bit. But, you know, for, for those of you that didn't see the play, um, I think it was the second inning, uh, Lance Lynn gave up a – home run that like it was kind of a wall scraper Eloy Jimenez went back and tried to uh, rob it but then turned that into a Vince Carter elbow dunk over the fence hung there for a little while and then came up hurt with a shoulder injury Um, we've seen this time and time again Mac what what's the solution for Eloy I mean I think personally a DH but you know right now we need him in uh Left field because we got two first basemen with uh, Jose Abreu and Vaughn. And I don't think Vaughn could play left field. So I wouldn't say anybody because, you know, Vaughn could be worse. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's not that fast. He's not that athletic as well. Uh, he's a smaller guy. And he's a first baseman. So who knows how his arm is, you know, out there. Right. But I also compare the left field to uh... – Manny Ramirez playing in Fenway, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't an athlete. He was there to hit and hit only, right? Did a lot of goofy shit out in left field. The only thing that he had helping him was the green monster, and sometimes it made him look stupid. I think we just go out there with the best bat possible at the time and see what happens. If we if we find someone that can field, well, you bring up an excellent point. I mean, Manny wasn't a Gold Glove out there, and then. Uh... You have other examples like uh, Swarber. He wasn't a gold glove out there. So, I mean, at this point. He was like Magellan trying to find a baseball out there, man. <laughs> I mean, he didn't look good. I, I agree with you there. But at this point, I mean, what do the White Sox have to lose? I mean, then that kind of allowed him, and I hate I'm saying this, but that kind of allowed him to put uh, Collins at the DH spot. And uh, you'll still kind of have a, a, a power bat, I guess, in the DH spot, you know, and a guy that can possibly uh, take some walks. So, I mean, overall, they got some choices, and I think uh, mm-hmm. they got some pretty decent choices. Hopefully it's not a long injury, uh, but I think they can survive it, especially in the beginning of the season. Right. No, I, I agree. Um, 
definitely a lot of options for that DH spot. And um, I guess we really won't know probably until two months in the season who who fits into that role 100%. Um, but anyway, let's, let's move on to another topic here. You've recently brought to my attention a, uh, a new baseball plus minus scale to kind of replace the war. Would you like to go, uh, go down that path at all? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of advanced metrics, especially just when it, you know, takes certain things out that's important to the game to me and it add other, make, you know, other numbers more valuable, that's important to them. To me, that's not giving you a full picture of the game. So I decided to create a plus minus that kind of weighs every aspect of the game, every little detail that goes on within the game to show you how valuable that player was to that game. And uh, we all know it's a famous saying that, that goes, that Hawk used to say, don't tell me how many you hit, tell me when you hit them. You know, someone could have put up 30 bombs, but, you know, 15 of those bombs could have been not in an optimum situation, you know. So, right. That's like, that's like the old Adam Dunn, you know. He had, he had, he had 30 plus home run seasons, but like, when did he hit him? When we were down seven? That doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what, uh, you know, and then Ward does some other things as far as, you know, taking to ballpark accounts and all of that. So, I'm just a fan of, you know, watching the game, seeing what a guy does in the game, seeing how he produces in the game, and then seeing how that translates to win wins for his team. So, you know, I think plus minus is a better way of doing that because you get to see how valuable he was each and every game. All right. Well, like, hey, let's uh, let's just start from the top. I mean, you sent me a pretty pretty decent sized list here. Uh, let's start with uh, your plus minus on all situations with no runners on. Let's uh, walk us through those. Okay, walks is plus one. A single is plus one. A double is plus two. A triple plus three, and a home run is plus five. Okay. Now those are those are all pretty standard. Um, you know one two three for obviously the uh single double and triple home run i'm I'm going to guess that it's four plus one because of the rbi am i correct on that yes that's correct all right well i mean that that's pretty self-explanatory uh we're gonna dig a little deeper here and go to situations where a runner is on base and scores is next well single Every first of all, every RBI is plus two. So a single plus a RBI is plus three. A double plus a RBI is plus four. A triple plus a RBI is plus five. And a home run with a run on base is plus seven. And a sack fly is plus two. Okay. Um as far as as far as the home run goes, um would you would you add another two for every RBI? So if you had uh, bases loaded, that's three men on base. So six, six RBIs. No, I'm sorry. Five RBIs altogether. How do, how do we calculate that? Is that like just an automatic plus 10? Well, that's four. That'd be four RBIs altogether. And that'd be like, uh, he'll have the plus five for the home run. And then he had a plus six for driving in. The three guys, so that'll be a plus eleven. 
Okay, so that that that's a that's a big number there. Um, drive a runner in on and out. So are those just all like you know ground ball to the right side? Um, you know, with a guy on third type of situations. Like explain that to me a little bit. So let's say it's a guy on third. And for example, my favorite player lays the show, Nick Magical. He does what he does. He hit the ball to the uh, right side of the field uh, on a ground ball, and it's an out. But the guy on third able to come in, he did his job, so he deserves some points for that, and he got an RBI, so it'll be plus two. Okay, I get that. Now, runners in scoring positions, no outs. I, I feel like a few of these can relate to the other situations as well, but I'll let you go through those real quick. Okay, so, you know, runners in scoring position with no outs. It's basically, if a guy strikes out, let's say it's a guy on third, and, you know, it's less than two outs, and he strikes out and he doesn't drive that guy in, that's a minus two for him. I'm going to go back to your strikeout real quick because we haven't talked about it in the other situations. Where 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 do where does a strikeout relate um, with no runners on or the other situation? Is that just a minus one, or are we just doing runners in scoring position strikeout plus two? All outside minus one. Okay. So if you get a recorded out, it's a minus one. All outs that have no production value to them is minus one, except for double plays. And a double play is minus three. Okay. So we got double play minus three. Looks like move the guy over next is plus one. Um, Just explain what you mean by moving a guy over. Okay. So if it's a guy on second base, it's uh, less than, uh, it's no outs in the inning. And a guy hits the ball to the right side, or he hits the ball deep enough where the guy can tag up and goes to third, he gets plus one for that. He did his job. He advanced the runner. All right. Does that does that include like sacrifice bunts and? Yeah, that's uh, that's another. You know, I mean, I know people hate bunts now. It's not popular, but in baseball, he did his job. He got the guy over, and that and that's what it's all about. It's about constantly keeping runners moving. That's how you win the game. Yep, I I, I agree with you on that. Um, next, it looks like we have uh, drive the runner in. Um, Refer back to situations where runners on base and scores. What what do you, what do you mean by that? So that's basically saying if a guy drives a runner in, then just refer back to situations where a runner is on base and scores, and then that okay, way so, you can so add that, that plus that plus RBI thing would be gone. I mean, this right now. I mean, we're what happened with the exit velo, or look at uh, the launch angle. You know. When baseball is a situ a situational game where it's you know um, situations that come up in the game that could affect your ability to win the game in the first inning, second inning, you know it's just not the later innings that count. All right, no, I I'm I'm with you a hundred percent on this. I think um, just going through what we've gone through so far, it's it's going to be cool just to see maybe even like just through the All Star break where are certain players batting average or you know stats align at that time versus this to see actually how productive they are for the team like this is definitely a more team situation thing than an individual thing so that's it's uh 
going to be very cool. But I, uh, but I do see this next thing. Um, and guys, if you're just listening for the first time, King Mac is one of the biggest Nick Magical fans I know out there. He will have this guy's back no matter what. And his next plus minus thing is all base running mistakes are minus one. And I will tell you right now that Nick Madrigal would be minus 75 based on what I saw from him last year on this alone. So so I'm going to let you just go in and kind of discuss the base running mistakes and what you see from that. Well, you know, a guy getting picked off base negatively affects the team. So he should be docked for that. And that's a minus one. A guy being caught stealing. That negatively affects the team as well because he could have been on base, but he's not now because he got thrown out stealing. So that's also a negative one. So, you know, I want to reward, you know, good baseball play, but I also don't want to reward bad baseball play. So with the plus minus, what I'm trying to measure is how good is a player at helping his team win. And I think plus minus is the best way to do that. Like, to me, just to give um, pro football focus a little credit, to me they're like the best of both worlds as far as advanced metrics and watching the game. So they'll watch a game, they'll break down every single play and say, hey, this guy wasn't doing what he's supposed to do, we ding him. Or this guy did what he's supposed to do, but the other guy didn't, so he deserves to get credit for what he did even though the other guy didn't do what he was supposed to do so that's basically what i'm trying to accomplish with the plus minus i think it's a way and i know people think i hate advanced metrics out there in the in the uh baseball atmosphere i don't i just think or on twitter i should say i just think that it's it has kind of made people lazy where they can try to point to these certain numbers and say this guy's good no, but did you actually watch the game? Did you actually right. watch what he did in the game to make you say that he's good? You know, right? So, well, go, going off that too, like you, like right now, these these base running mistakes—they're all minus one. Then you have runs and stolen bases are plus one. I think you can even get more in depth with it with a runner taking an extra base. You know, going first to third, second to home. I think I mean that could even be another plus for them because that is a that is a big um, component of the game. Like, and not all players can do that. Go first to third on like a single, or you know, score from second, or like you know, even going first to home on a ball down the line type of deal. Like, I think that's something that you can definitely add to this to even get more in depth. I don't know what you what your thoughts are on that. Well, I, I agree with that. Uh... To an extent, you know, I, I give guys credit for scoring a run. If you score a run, you get a, you get points for that. Um, going first to third, that could be kind of subjective in a way because mm-hmm. you can say, well, should this guy had had gone first to third on this base hit, or was the ball hit too hard? Was the ball, you know, um, hit too weakly? I mean, that could be you know, a subjective thing. So I, I wanted to kind of take subjectivity out of it a little bit. I didn't want it to be like, uh, I kind of wanted it to be black and white. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I get it. Hey guys, in case you didn't know the show or the name of our show is black and white and that's what we're keeping it. I guess with uh, our plus minus, we're keeping it a hundred percent black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, look at, I mean, some of these stats, like you look at BABIP and I know people will say, well, it does what it's supposed to do because it gives you the batting average of ball hit hits and balls that are hit in play. But bat, you already have batting average. And that does its job pretty well. It gives you the average of what a hitter does at the plate for all balls hit in play, whether it's foul ball, home run, or if a guy strikes out. Now I guess BA BIP, they trying to measure if a guy lucky by his average on balls that a person could have made a play on, I guess. So I guess they that that's why they use that measurement. But, you know, to me, and, and then trying to look into the past, like some guys will say, well, Tim Anderson, B-A-B-I-P, is unsustainable because if you look at some of the greatest hitters in baseball, they never was able to sustain that. But how is T-A speed compared to those guys? How is how was how was baseball played back then compared to now? Was it as many shifts? It probably wasn't. So you can't say a guy can't sustain something based on what was done in the past when those numbers did not even exist back then. So to me, like I always say, numbers without context are useless. So that's one thing I'm trying to do with plus minus is add some context to the numbers right no it uh i i definitely get where you're coming from on this and you made a great point with the shifts um i I don't know the exact number but uh hits have uh decreased since those major shifts are being used with like those power hitters you know that uh that ground ball up the middle is irrelevant now it just doesn't happen because you got your shortstop just sitting right there and that that does make a big difference in all those advanced stats and, you know, comparing people to the past where they didn't have to go against that. But so I, I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Looks like we got some field and stuff next. Uh, errors are minus one, but errors that lead to a run scoring are minus two. And then for each additional run scored to due to the error. So uh, give me your thoughts on that. Explain what you mean by that. Well, you know, an error is minus one because it should have been a recorded out. It's really that simple. I mean, that that doesn't need too much explaining. And I know people think that errors that doesn't lead to runs don't matter. But it does matter, especially in this era where every team is looking at a guy pitch count, how many pitches he thrown in a game. So now the guy has to throw more pitches to get three outs than he would have when Denny Denny would have if he had if the fielder just had to record it out. So to me all errors are negative and an error is uh minus one and errors that lead to runs are minus two. And if more I mean, if more runners score due to that error, then it'll be another minus two. Right. So that's that's almost like bringing like a it's like the opposite of an pitcher's earned run average you're just going straight at the fielder with it um 
which 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 makes sense and you brought up a good point with the pitch count not many you don't see many pitchers going complete games anymore and you know throw, like you said throwing those extra pitchers lead to them exiting the game early which leads to you needing a strong bullpen to get you through six seven eight nine day after day which also causes problems because if you're relying on six seven eight nine every day your bullpen gets worn out so i mean you, you make a good point with the airs um looks like we got pitchers next so i mean that we're kind of leading into it uh what do we got for pitchers here well for pitchers and uh I kind of made it really simple. A walk is minus one. A strikeout is plus two. Recorded outs or outs that should have been recorded are plus one. I know it says uh, plus two, but it's plus one. And uh, scoreless innings, they get an additional uh, plus one for that. Uh, earned runs are minus two. Okay. So we're just kind of canceling it out here. It seems like with, uh, recorded outs or outs that should have been recorded. So that's if a player records an error opposite of the earned run average, you're still getting plus two for doing your job and, you know, throwing that ground ball or whatnot. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's not the pitcher fault. The guy made an error behind him. So he shouldn't be punished for that. So it's kind of the same concept with the earned run average. I mean, if a if runners score because of an error, that doesn't go against their ERA. So it's the same thing, you know. And that's one thing I'm trying to do with the plus minus is not punish guys who are doing their job. The guys that should be deemed are the ones that are not doing their job. You know, and that's and that's one thing I don't think any uh, advanced metrics have have come up with. They haven't really paid attention to the intricate details within the game, and that's one thing I'm trying to bring with the plus minus is you kind of can get a a good understanding of how valuable a guy was in that particular game. Right. And I know we kind of like, we kind of touched on this earlier in the week with the bullpen. We don't have exact bullpen metrics, but do you think if we did add these metrics to, to a bullpen that would make guys um, or make fans put less of the blame on the pitcher for like blown saves and stuff, say if there was an error or something along those lines? Yeah, I mean, if a guy came in there and did his job, but for example, Eloy runs into the net, <laughs> that's not that's not <laughs> that's not his fault. If he did, if a player decides to run into the net and, and you know lounge around like he's having a cocktail and a cigar, then you know how can you put that on the pitcher? You can't. So the player that should be dinged is Eloy, and the pitcher actually you know gets credit for doing his job. And the bullpen is kind of difficult because. You have to decide what should a guy get if he comes in in a bases loaded situation with one out and he gives up absolutely no runs, zero. Like how right, many or, points is that worth? So that's something I will have to try to, you know, but figure out. The, I mean, 
that that's that's my other argument with it is i mean it goes back to earn run average like if a bullpen guy does come in with those guys on base does it go to that pitcher before him or are we still holding the bullpen to do your job and like hold those runners on i mean that that's just a whole nother topic that we'd have to think about yeah and yeah that's what that's what i mean and and i agree with you is like to what point how much is a bullpen accountable for coming in when a guy is in trouble? So how much can we hold that guy accountable without being subjective? It's kind of hard. And that's one reason why I didn't dive into the whole bullpen plus minus really, because it's a lot to figure out there. And me and a guy on Twitter, we was uh, talking about it. He, he brought up some excellent points, but, um, it's still like names if you want. That's okay. Well, Gil, I think his name is like Christopher Gill or something like that. We was okay. talking about he's a numbers he's a numbers guy too, and he was one of the early supporters of you know the plus minus. So I appreciate him for that. But um, we was talking about um, the bullpen situation as well, and uh, you know I told him, hey, if that's something you can come up with, just let me know and send it to me, and then we can discuss it. But I haven't been able to figure out anything that uh, makes sense right now. No, and then, like, I, I'm just going to throw it out to the people that listen to this. Um, again, if you have any suggestions, feel free to DM at the Bad Guy Radio, uh, at Iowa Sox, at King Mac. Um, and, you know, just give suggestions. Or if, you, if you like it, you love something, or if you just hate it all, I mean, make sure – give us some kind of feedback and we can adjust um, kind of interested to see how this goes and see if there is a way to determine a player's productivity in, in a different way, rather than, than just the uh, wins against replacement. Cause I mean, there's some guys that just play every day and you really can't um, measure that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one thing, you know, like I say, you look at the game and it's a lot of uh, details in there that's not really measured or that's not put into uh, the, you know, advanced metrics that's out now. Or, you know, it's, it's a funny thing about war. I always, people who I argue with, with, with war with is, if war is so great, how come when you look at a person's war at the end of the season, whether you go to this website or that website, it's never the same. But if I want to look up a person's batting average, no matter where I look, that batting average is the same. So, you know, if war is to be the end-all, be-all, like a lot of people like to make it to be or use it to be, or, well, this guy should be MVP because he has this uh, war, then how come it's never measured the same? How come one publication as this and take this out and another publications put that back in and take that out. It's never the same. But if you look at batting average, if you look at RBI, if you look at OBP, if you look at OPS, no matter where you look, it's the same. Yep. Well, that that's a, a very good point. Um, you got anything else on the plus minus scale here? Um, I think uh, we just got every, 
out a battery cords is minus one that doesn't lead to driving a runner in moving a guy over ground ball double plays are minus two which we kind of already hit on um mac i mean i'm gonna kind of wrap it up here because uh we're getting a little long on time but uh our first episode how how, how you feeling I, I know i know there were a little bit of jitters but uh, i mean i mean how you feeling Oh yeah, I mean, I was nervous as hell to <laughs> do my first recording, but uh, you know, I'm glad to do my first recording with you. You know, it was, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to you know continue to get this thing rolling and keep getting better and better. You know, it's a learning curve, but uh, all I can say is we're gonna produce good content for the people. Uh, we understand that we just bloggers. And fans and podcasters like the rest of you guys, you know, we, we, we're not going to get the big head or anything like that. And uh, looking forward to you guys supporting us. And uh, I hope uh, you guys, you know, continue to give us a listen. And uh, remember to follow the, the page at The Bad Guy Radio. And remember to follow Iowa Sox. You can follow King Mac as well on Twitter. And uh, just be ready, you know, to, to get on this uh, roller coaster we're about to take you on. I agree 100%. Um, and just to reiterate, if you get, hey, if, you, if there's something you guys want us to talk about, if you want mine or King Mac's opinion on something, you know, send us a DM. We'll be more than happy to discuss it. Uh, we're here for we're here for you guys just to give different opinions um, rather than what's uh, being repeated out there in the world. So, uh, hey, I appreciate you guys listening. Follow at the Bad Guy Radio. And I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, it's Iowa Sox and Mac. We're out. <laughs>